What's up, guys? Mike McNuggets here with Adam the Bull, Jeff Lloyd joining us, and G. Bush. Jeff will be hasn't on figured here. out how to do his camera the right way yet. Momentarily, no, we're going to get Jeff to switch that in one sec as he puts his AirPods in. It's an easy fix. We got you guys. Yeah. The Browns are at the two minute warning. They are about to secure a win here, barring a catastrophic collapse in the end in the Sean Watson. you know debut. this fan base all too well. And Jeff Bull, it certainly hasn't been pretty. It's been horrendous offensively, but Bull, I'll start with you. What would you think of Deshaun Watson? That's the talk of the town right now. I mean, he was awful today. Um, I was saying there'd be some rust. I didn't think it'd be this bad. I mean, some of the guys, you know, G and uh, I don't know, maybe Tyvis were saying they didn't expect much rust. Well, uh, clearly there's been. Let's hope it's just rust because he was horrendous in this game. I have zero concern uh, because it's the first time he's played in two years. I, but he was terrible. What can you say? I mean, what else yeah. is there to say about how he played? The defense played really well. I can't get that excited about it. We thought they'd play well. The Texans are, you know, an extremely bad team. And the special, you know, and the nice uh, return for a touchdown by Donovan by Donovan Peoples-Jones. But the, the offense struggled. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't think it would struggle this much. It struggled. And Sean Watson played very poorly. But uh, I guess we shouldn't be that shocked considering how long it's been since he played. Jeff? Um, the, you saw from Deshaun things you wanted to see and the difference between Deshaun and Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett, um, a lot faster tempo, just a lot faster playing speed. We have talked about this for the weeks with Jacoby Brissett, um, granted Rost. Yeah. I mean, you know, balls five yards short, you know, some red hot chili peppers, that type of thing. Um, I, I think we thought maybe we'd see a little bit better. Then we saw, um, you know, a couple of nice completions. Obviously, uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, 27 yards. Some key completions to Amari Cooper, certainly impressive. Um, and then I think a little bit more running than maybe, you know, Garrett and I, we had talked about this week, a little bit more than we actually anticipated as far as physically running the ball from Deshaun Watson. Um, but you, you got a spirited effort today. And, you know, nobody's going to sit here and say, you know, that the defense has been dogging it. But, like, all of a sudden now, defense, special teams, you get a punt return, uh, you get two defensive touchdowns, Tony Fields plays out of his mind. Uh, you know, some crazy things here. But this are games that you're supposed to win when you have a guy like this. You know, there could be, like, scenarios like this down the road four or five years where Deshaun Watson does have a great game. But you think you have a good team, everything else is going to, you know, play around it. Um you know, a lot of work to be done. There's no question. I mean, is he ready for Cincinnati? Um, we'll find out. Um, do I think he's ready? Probably not. Um, but, you know, you get a win. The, the good teams win matters. games where, you know, their stars don't necessarily do what stars do. Of course, Paul. G. Bush, what's up, brother? Hey, man, what's up, man? How y'all doing? G. Bush, you look like you just woke up. Are you all right? And I'm good. What you mean? <laughs> I just woke up. What you mean? You had like bro? a stunned look on your face. Like you've been... Comatose. No, no, like I know. The, the Browns offense put him to sleep is what happened. Oh, we got the first super chat of the day. Mm -hmm. Spony. The D showed up, carried this game. G. Bush, the D certainly showed up. Deshaun Watson, though. Let's start with your first impressions at number four. Well, first of all, let's let's, let's get this out the way. You, you got you a dub today. And and I want y'all to understand what it is about the Kool-Aid. The Kool-Aid is a little different. So you see, what y'all don't understand is when you drink the Kool-Aid, sometimes the Kool-Aid hits you later. The Kool-Aid don't hit you. You know, Kool-Aid, <laughs> it, it, it's time release. You don't just take the Kool-Aid and be like, oh, my gosh, I'm having a great... Nah, the Kool-Aid works a little slower, people. What did you get today? Here's how you know it's the Kool-Aid man. He's ready to go. 
When the last time you seen him take a kick to the crib, a punt, besides your name being Josh Cribs or Travis Benjamin? You ain't seen it. When the last time you seen the Browns get a scoop and score, a fumble recovery to the crib? Mm, I don't can't remember the last time. When is the last time you seen the Cleveland Browns get a pick six to the crib? I I can't. I don't know. And when the last time you seen them strip somebody on special teams on a kickoff or a punt return? See, the Kool Aid doesn't. Browns did up. have a pick six last year in the Bengals game. That's but, important. Ninety nine. Yeah. But. When did you see all of those in one game? Yeah, but uh, yeah, the defense played well. We know the Texans' offense is is abysmal. I mean, all time hey, bad though. Hey, listen, I can't give you. Listen, here's what I'm gonna do. If they got, if I get a check for that game, it didn't say St. Ed's, it didn't say Medina, it yeah. didn't say Minner, and it didn't say Lubbock, Texas. All that matters is win. All that matters is win. Watson, Watson was terrible. Uh, gee, you didn't think there'd be much rust there. There was a lot of rust there. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You go right here too. Yeah. There was also it was Rusty. I'm not no hater, and yeah. I thought the game plan went great. I, I didn't think oh, the game on. plan was great. What's wrong with um, he say? kept throwing the ball on the ground. Well, look, look, you gotta you gotta think about it like this too, Bull. Yeah, um, it was it, you know you know the running game went, didn't get off the bat either. No, running game wasn't great either. Running game went no. running game no. went great. Um, they didn't get downhill on a lot of runs. I don't know how I feel about the shotgun zone run thing. I don't. I hate I, it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't know where that came from. I mean, I seen him running a couple times, but here's the thing, fellas. It's going to take you a, a little bit of time for Kevin Stefanski to figure out what he wanted to do. It's going to take Deshaun Watson some time to figure out where his playmakers are, his mechanics, and, and Jeff said this all week: speed of the game. It's just a, a lot of the stuff with speed of the game. It yep. just seemed like the the pocket closed on him a little quicker than he thought. He was a little frazzled in the beginning. I thought he saw some phantom pressure a little bit. I think he need to work on sliding in the pocket, keeping his feet and his eyes down downfield. And I think usually, generally speaking, that slows down from week one to week two. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, I, I will say this: uh, you know, there was some there's some throws where where he looked like he was mechanically off. But I will also say this: I'm looking at this game. We got Baltimore, right? Cincinnati. So you got Cincinnati. You got Cincinnati coming up. Baltimore ended up winning even without Lamar. They pulled it off at the end. And here's what we're saying. We don't know how, how good LeBron Jackson is looking. But if they want to play better, if they want to get to the 6-0, they're going to have to play much, 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 oh much, yeah. much, yeah. much, much, much better to even go down there and compete like they t- with the Bengals. So they got a lot of stuff to clean up. But we'll take this win and go 1-0. And now we got to go 5-0. Couple super chats here. I'll give you my two cents. Jay Boyer says needed this one. Go Browns and Spoonies back. I, I ain't ainted. I started. I, I ain't drinking the Kool Aid. LOL. I'm just enjoying the win. I yeah, ain't it. He's not right. drinking the Kool Aid yet. He's just enjoying right. the win. That's fine. So, so keep in mind, guys. some of these guys are overseas, so you know the way they type is probably different. Than what yeah. Gotcha. Well, Spoonie's one of our favorites. He uh, he chimes in all the time. We we appreciate you guys. Couple thoughts here. A, the Texans are historically bad. I'm talking bad, bad. Yeah. Offensively, they are as a choke. They're, like They're the not Brown. trying to be good. They're not trying they, to be good. Oh, this is 27, yeah, yeah, this is 2017. Watch it. They yeah, did it's play like the Browns. It's like the Browns 0-16. The defense yeah. played they pretty are, well. I mean, their defense played well. Get, they they get did. Won. Offensively, they were That's terrible. And I'll tell you, man, that Damian Pierce is a heck of a player. I've seen him a couple of times. He's a good player. still an issue bowl. Pierce is running all over, It's terrible. But the thing with Watson that was – Maybe the most encouraging and also the least encouraging long-term for the Browns was, oh, Watson did a halfway decent job 
evading pressure in the pocket. G, you kind of alluded to that. He stepped around, he moved. But what's up with the offensive line? Because the last couple not of weeks, playing well. they have not played up to par where we expected them to be. That was the strength of the team early on. And I know they've been banged up a little bit. I know they've been hurt. They got Hagendaz at center. Uh, Pochich <laughs> going out has been a massive loss. Teller had a couple false starts today. But yeah, I'd be curious to see. He's not playing well, Wyatt Teller. He had the injury. He has not played yeah. well since coming back. He's um, playing on one. He play, he playing on one leg. Why? why yeah, he looks hurt. Just, and you saw Will get burned a couple just, times, and Conklin too. He got. I'm gonna use a term from G. Bush's tweet. He got dog walked at one point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, dog so the offensive line was a little worrisome because they haven't been able to run the ball nearly as efficiently as they had recently. And with Watson still finding his footing and getting in a rhythm with these receivers, when he had time and he was able to plant and deliver, he threw a couple of nice strikes. Anytime he wasn't on rhythm, we saw the low passes off target. And it's going to come on the offensive line with a pretty good fronts coming up the next couple of weeks oh, to give him oh, some protection. And by the way, i tell you who had a nice little game. Hey, shout out to Kareem Hunt. I thought he ran the ball very yep. well today. Very well. I thought he had some strong runs. I, I, I started to see him get downhill a little more. I mean, he didn't look like, and I will say this. Bull said this uh, a little bit earlier during the season. It does look like he's lost a little bit of burst. Like he, he, he he's gotten, he was still getting there. He still was running hard, but he's he's lost a little bit of that burst. Um, But I thought he, he played his best game in a long time. Uh, yeah. Kareem Hunt did, though. Real quick, let me let me read this super chat, Jeff. I'll start with you. Uh, we, we alluded to it, but from Preston, was this all Russ from Watson, or did Kevin Stefanski's game plan play calling oh, holding him back? I, I I'll come go real on. quick. It was Russ. I don't think play calling. Come on, to do with it. yeah. He threw six eight balls in the dirt. He Jeff, had he a bad game. <laughs> Bold, you're absolutely right. Yeah. And here's the simplicity of it. Yeah. Um, go do something you haven't done in two years. Yeah, exactly. You know, go rake your leaves. You know, clean your deck. <laughs> whatever. Like you have a theory. You have a method about how you do things. Um, like I put out a tweet, you know, early in the game today about, you know, him being rusty. It was. Jeff Rose. Did, did Jeff freeze for you guys? Past Jedrick yeah. Wills. Oh. Jerry, Jerry Hughes blew past Jedrick Wills. He should have known that. Like he reacted off of that was the second chili pepper he threw. But, like, it's huge. Jerry Hughes has been doing this for a long time. He is a certified player in this league. He's the only guy in the Houston Texans defense you should be concerned about. Like, that was where it was rust. It was like, oh, wow. Like, you get back in there, it's just like, I mean, you know, I don't know how to equate it because I've never been. But, like, being married for 20 years and all of a sudden being single again and trying to figure out how you communicate with people, meet girls, this, that, and the other thing. Go it's going to come. The easiest, the easiest way to do it is if you haven't ran in two weeks – for two years, yeah. just go for a jogger on the block. Go yeah. run half a mile. Tell me your knees feel. Yeah, and then get to your mailbox say, and come on back. Here's what I would say, guys. Deshaun Watson was terrible today. There's no debating it. He was terrible. But we should have expected more rust than we did, myself included. And I didn't think – you know, I thought there'd be some rust more than other people, but I, it, there was a lot of rust. I have zero, zero, not 1%, not 2%. I have 0% concern long-term for Deshaun Watson. He hasn't played in two years. We underrated the rust factor. You can't, you know, you can't get, it's not practice and the, and the six, eight snaps, whatever he took in the preseason is, uh, is not a substitute for a real NFL game. Not throwing the fact that the Browns offensive line is playing poorly right now. And it led to what happened today. They won. That's all that matters in the short term. 
I think we're going to continue to see some rust. For, I think Watson will play much better next week, but I still think there'll be some some moments of rust, right? And pro, and it's not just rust. There's got to be – I bet there were times out there today where he was probably anxious. First of all, the crowd was a non-factor. We thought it would be a factor. It wasn't. But yeah. there had to be times he was anxious or trying to do too much because he hasn't played so long, and he's trying to prove a point. Right, he wants to stick it at everybody that's been giving him crap, and he probably got over anxious in the game. And he's going to have moments like that, and he's going to have moments with rust. And he's not going to be the guy. I, I don't think he's going to be the guy we saw in Houston that was great consistently until next year. Now, maybe it'll happen some point this year. I think we'll see it at times this year, but I don't think we'll get that consistent greatness until next year. That's my my guess. So I don't know what you guys think. G. Bush, how long do you think it'll take Watson to fully shake off the rust? Are we looking at a whole – I mean, because you, you you were the one that kind of came into this thinking <laughs> No, he, ain't gonna he be might listening. look good off the bat, and he, he certainly did it today. It's a couple games, bro. One, one two games. You got to think about it like this. The thing that you that you get is, is – that you can't simulate is the speed of the game. You got to think about it. Everybody else been playing, and they in midseason form. Everybody didn't have buys. So they like you used to getting to a, a, a point where you running around and you just you you know the speed of the game, right? But that's just for like offensive linemen. I've only played defensive line. It even goes fast for guys up front. But you also have to look at it like this: he's making all the calls. He has to make all of the checks. He got to make all of the reads. And then obviously some of those things um, hit you kind of fast, and it's like boom. But let's be clear. I mean, I don't understand why what Cat's talking about. It, it, there's no, there shouldn't be no angst in nobody's voice. It shouldn't be no none of that. The reason, and, and this is the reason why we got telling, angst. No, I'm talking about it's, oh. it's a lot of people. Not oh. y'all. I'm talking about just a lot of people. Oh yeah, those people are crazy. With the yeah. But the, here's what y'all, here, here's what y'all got it. Here's what y'all got to get. You you can't have it both ways. Like for so many week, weeks, Jacoby Brissett played all right. Right, he played very well, top ten level. But your special teams and your defense was trash, and you lost those games. So you killed him for it, right? But now you're like, oh, well, it's Deshaun Watson. You want him to throw for 350, right? Well, now he didn't play very well. It's his first game, and the defense did something they ain't done all year. The special teams did something they didn't, didn't do all year, and they made plays. They made plays. They got turnovers. They put the ball in the board. Oh, by the way, your field goal kicker didn't miss any field goals. So it's complimentary football, people. It's not going to be all the time, 100 to nothing. Uh, but as long as, you get, <laughs> as long as you get to work on some of your things and then you get to go to another week, to, next week is a different week with a new set of goals and everything else. And might I add this, you got a bunch of players that's on the defense, special teams, as well as the coaching staff feeling very good yeah. about the things that yeah. they've cleaned up over the first half of the season. By, so it's all about it's all about team play, bro. By the way, this is the I don't know if you guys realize this. This is the first time the Browns have won consecutive games since week all four of last year. Yeah. Forget all season. Since week four of last year. Remember, they start they lost their first game last year, then they won three in a row. And then the final 13 games, they never won back-to-back. And then until this week, they hadn't won back-to-back this year. So they had gone like 25, well, I think it was 26 games without consecutive yeah. wins until today. So, yeah, all, you're right, G. In the end, all that matters. We know that long-term this season, that long-term period, Deshaun Watson's going to have to play a million times better for the Browns to be a good team. We assume he will. I think we're all on the same page on that. 
But for one game, one day, this is the NFL. This is not college football. Just win. That's all that matters. We got two super chats real quick. Jay says we're going to need 44 down the stretch. Yeah, Taki Taki got hurt waiting on an update from him. He did play pretty well today for the Browns. And this is from James B. He says DPJ is the best Barry pick so far, better than Emerson. Offensive line playing soft. I don't know if I'd go that far, but we got those two. Let's uh let's grade Deshaun Watson real quick on his performance today. His first one in a Browns uniform. I'll start. I give him a D. I thought it was bad. Like I thought it was really really bad. Um, and obviously a lot of room to grow. And I have just like Bull said, every expectation that he'll be back to his elite form in a couple of weeks. But I thought today it was really bad. Rust, call it what you want. But the interception he threw in the in the in the red zone was a bad read. I think that's just being away from the game for so long. So I give him a D. What about you, Bull? Am I grading it on a curve? Am I, should I factor in he hasn't played in two years or just? Just, just based, no, just today. Just based uh, on then today. he's an F. I mean, he yeah. was. I, you can't really play any worse than he did. Again, even as bad as he played, there were moments where I'm like, ooh, this guy's going to be so good. You could just see there's a couple little things, a couple little moments where you're like, wow, he's once he gets it, once he gets right, once he's comfortable. You know, not only was it he hasn't played in two years, but he's playing with guys he's never played with, with coaches he's never played with. Yeah. So not only does he have, not only is it a new offense and a new team and new players, but he, but in addition to that, he hasn't played in two years. But for this game, you got to give him an F. I mean, I gave him a D for those, for those little moments you alluded to. I, I gave yeah. him a D. Jeff, what say you? Oh, I mean, was he? If we're basing it on one day and one day only, no, he was poor today. It was you know very evident he was poor. Um. So that's what, for me, like, it's an incomplete, you know, but this is what it is. Um, the Browns are a four and 17 going into this game today. It's the next six games where he's at. Um, maybe it's a fortunate situation for them, you know, as, as much as it sucks for all of us um, that they're four and seven. They get to really try this out and, you know, get it going and, you know, have a nice, nice run uh, for him to get acclimated with a lot of these guys, it's going to get better. You know, stop. This is Deshaun Watson. This is probably one going to be one of the worst starts we've ever seen from Deshaun Watson. And one thing we'll say is Jalen Petrie was a fantastic draft choice by the Houston yes. Texans. The reason he was is, and Mike, I know you know your Texas college football. Jalen Petrie knows how to play the game. And, you know, was that maybe a rookie who was, you know, light years ahead of a you know, a veteran in this league, sure. Um, but you know, Deshaun wants to go back one day and get Jalen Petrie back. G. Bush, man, if you want to, you want to get truthful. I, I, you can go two two routes. I mean, I wouldn't be mad if you said he got like a D plus, but I, I'll say C minus. And the reason he gets a C minus is this: first of all, um, I'm just happy he didn't get hurt. To be truthful, like there's a lot of there's for real. I'm gonna be honest with you, like. Somebody's supposed to be playing and you running and accelerating and trying to run from people and do stuff like that. I'm cool. You just didn't get hurt. Second of all, I give him a C minus. Um, they talked about the playbook being limited. Like he, like he, they like, look, we ain't gonna run too much. We're gonna run a couple things. We're gonna get your feet wet. You get up there, take a snap, and and, and make me throw some slants, do some stuff like that. Not too many, too many all rules or anything. Um, I thought he, uh, I thought he had one bad, well, a couple bad plays uh, where. To me, the mechanic stuff and being rusty about placement and accuracy, that comes with times and just repetition. So he'll get that together. I thought he had one bad read uh, in the end zone when he threw the interception because he got fooled by that uh, by the by the uh, safety the there. And uh, I thought that was a good play by the rookie, but he got he got fooled on that one. Um, and then there were some times in the pocket where I felt like 
the the normal Deshaun Watson moves, you know, looks keeps his eyes downfield and kind of can feel the trash around his ankles and legs a little better. But again, that comes with time and playing and, and doing things like I give him a C minus. Um, I wouldn't be bad if somebody said D plus, but at the end of the day, um, I did see some stuff on the read option stuff I liked. I, I saw him um, zip it in there a couple of times to Amari Cooper. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and overall, um, he got out of there and didn't get hurt. So we'll, we'll live to find another day and, and put some stuff in. But like I said, they got to play much, much, much better uh, if they want to beat the Cincinnati Bengals who are coming into a big time game uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs. G. Bush, I'll start with you on this one, then we'll talk about the defense. But last thing on Watson, you've been drinking and selling and giving out as many free cups of that 6-0 Kool-Aid as possible around yep. Cleveland. Still in. What, what you saw today, has that changed your outlook, your 44% nah. outlook on the 6-0 stretch? Nah. It's even more encouraging. You know why? The Kool-Aid is alive and well because, look, tell me tell me games like this where your quarterback would have played before and you would have took an L uh, and got beat by a bunch too. Now, granted, Texans ain't that bad. But here's what I will tell you. If Texans you ain't me, that bad? I, I said the, the Texans, excuse me, they're not that good. Oh, excuse okay. me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a 40th. They're, they're, they're trash. Um, but here's the thing. The, the the Browns actually did some things that you look and say, okay, well, when did y'all start doing that? When you start seeing your other pieces and parts of your organization doing something, when you see the special teams, I think, you start to see people saying, I need to affect the game in a different place. Right now, we're not talking about Donovan Peoples-Jones enough because he's affected the game in a different way. Like, you need guys to elevate what they're doing, right? And I think Deshaun Watson coming back, it holds people accountable. It holds people like Miles Garrett accountable. You think if Deshaun Watson went there, his arm is hurt. But he's like, nope, I can't come out the game like that. You get Tony Fields, who had a couple plays today. He played horrible last week. He's showing improvement. Yep. So for me, um, it, 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 when you can win games doing other things besides having your offense outscore somebody, that is starting to get to a point where now I can say we we really trying to play complimentary football like other teams. The punter. The punter had a crazy – you talk about A-plus? A-plus. Putting yeah. in inside your 20. Angling. He kicking the ball off, and every single time they're making the Texans do what? They make it in Texas, play within the five-yard radius of their own end zone. You end up getting a turnover because of that. It all works itself out in the wash. Next week, they'll be better, and Joku will be back, and the Kool-Aid still rolls on. Hey, from Spoonie real quick, he says, on a side note, I'm more than happy to support this show. Love you guys. Spoonie, we love you too. Jeff, I don't know where you were on the, the 6-0 Kool-Aid entering today, but what you saw from Watson and the rest of the team, has it changed how you feel on their outlook of potentially running the table? I think what you saw today was, you know, maybe everybody's a little more buyed in. Like when you talk about a four and seven team coming out and getting, you know, three defensive slash special teams touchdowns, uh, Tony Fields and you know somebody mentioned earlier here in the you know in, in the comments about Taki Taki. Well, guess what? Taki Taki's out. It's probably gonna be more Tony Fields. He's playing more than Deion Jones right now. Um, you know, G. Bush knows. Uh, you know, Threw the daughter to work for Lockdown Brown. She she made up the Kool Aid packet for the six and zero. Look, this team right now. Look, they feel good about themselves. They know what the long term and the future is. Um, it's obviously difficult for us in the content business that it is you know another five games. We have no idea how this is going to work out. Lamar Jackson, who knows what's going on there with the Baltimore Ravens? You know, as Can't far as the injury, mm. yeah. Russell Wilson 
in the Broncos. And you know, there's apparently a new Russell Wilson podcast coming out right now, which could not have dropped at a worse time. Like, could you imagine trying mm-hmm. to promote something right now where you're talking about things outside of football when you are getting paid what Russell Wilson is and not getting anything done? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you like where this team is headed. You like the way this team is built right now. Um, does it give maybe a little bit more within the locker room that, hey, you know, it's Deshaun Watson? I mean, look, the money is the key to all these guys here. They know what he's making. They know what the expectations are when you make that type of money and you just want to try to put a little bit better version of yourself out on the field each and every day. I think we kind of saw that with uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones today, uh, the punt return, and you see a guy who found his confidence with being a wide receiver, and now all of a sudden he's able to you know contribute in other avenues. Look, there's a lot of talent here. We all knew this. Um, is this sustainable? Is it going to continue? None of us, you know, can read the tea leaves as far as that, but we want to see the way it all works out because I, I think everybody, there's a lot of guys in that room that look at each other eye in the eye and, and respect them. And the thing is putting it all together and, you know, making it a continuing success each and every week. Well, Mike, I don't think, you know, I mean, we all know the Browns winning seven in a row is a long shot, less than a 5% chance of, of the reality of that. Jeez, killing um, a dream. He's killing a dream, G. I mean, we could all want it to happen. Teams don't win seven in a row. The Browns haven't won seven in a row, and I don't even know how long, but teams in general don't win seven in a row. Ryder put uh, it out. Browns, it was like early 80s or something, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, the odds of them doing it are very slim. Nothing today changed my mind. I mean, the off, if, if anything, it went the wrong way because the offense was so bad today. I mean, I can't – I the defense played well, in this, and Donovan Peoples-Jones, who I love, uh, it did a great job, but uh, – but I can't, you know, the, the Texans are so bad. I can't read that much. I got to see how they play the next two weeks. Yeah, if, if they play, if they beat the Bengals again, then it's a more realistic conversation. But they, the Browns have shown us, have given us no reason to believe they can win seven straight games to end the season. I, it's just not, it's not likely. Anything's possible, but but it's not likely to happen. So am I, am I reading into this that you're saying, Bull? That there's no chance Prefer and Joe Woods save their jobs today with their electric would, performances. If they save their jobs today, then we don't. I mean, that was, what did Prefer do? What Donovan Peoples Jones scores a touchdown, so Prefer's got to get credit for that? No, he didn't get credit for that. He just made that play happen. Hey, I will. I will say this. I always listen. Every single week is a different week. If you would ask them, are they going to beat the Buccaneers? No, because it's Tom Brady. They won. Are you going to be – obviously, you chalk one up for the Texans. Okay, well, you chalk it up. I'm going to take that one too. Now we go play the Cincinnati Bengals. Here's the thing. Hey, you know what you got to do. And here's what I've noticed, right? They wasn't getting them plays before this week. Why all of a sudden this week? You can say that it's just the Bengals and it's terrible. But there is something to be said for people who are now stepping their game up and saying we are starting to believe we are starting to get – Guys, momentum behind us. And guess what? If you believe Deshaun Watson is going to play that horrible of a game again, hey, that's on you. But I guarantee he won't play that bad. Uh, If you think the run game is going to be that bad, I guarantee it won't be that bad. So even if you do get the offense that you want and it's half as good as that is, and even if the defense and special teams come down to the medium and they just still play really good field position, that leaves the Browns right where they are in the game. 
Yeah, I, you, I'm just saying you can't read it too much into this game, I think, is the bottom line, either negatively for Deshaun Watson because it was his first game and positively for the defense because just the Texans' offense is so pathetic. I, I think when you next week, even though like, like this, you know, some people say, well, even if the Browns win, it doesn't tell you that much because they've owned the Bengals. Okay, that's stupid. All right, teams we, these things come and go, right? The Browns are 2-0, 4-0 against Burrow, yes. They're 2-0 since the Bengals have been a good team. That's impressive, but it's two games. Even if you want to include Burrow's rookie year when the Bengals were terrible, it's still four games. That If the Browns beat the Bengals, I don't care that they've had success against them. That's impressive, and that will stand out to me if they can sweep them in two legitimate games. You know, last year when they played the Bengals the second time, the starters didn't play for the Bengals because they had already clinched. So if they beat them again in Cincinnati, well, that'll start. Then I'll maybe start believing that they could run the table here. That, you know, but Tampa Bay's a mediocre team, even with Tom Brady. The Texans are horrible. They took care of business. They did what they had to do. Full credit. All, you, all that matters is winning. That's why we love the NFL, because they don't have to do style points and any of this nonsense. If they play well and win next week, then yeah, then I'll more realistically believe they can make that run to the playoffs. But until I see it against the Bengals again, I'm not. I'm. Not, it's. I find it. I think it's still an extreme, extreme long shot. And even if they beat the Bengals, it's still going to be tough. It's the NFL and the final three teams. Washington's playing great football. They won seven of the last eight games. They oh, actually, today. they tied today. They, they, they tied. tied today. So, so they're six Another one and one in their last eight games. Yeah. So like so they they, the you know. And Baltimore, you know, Baltimore's defense is playing well. Like none of those games are going to be easy, but it, the Bengals are the best team left on the schedule. And even though the Browns have played well of them, that'll yeah. still be an impressive win if they go to Cincinnati and win. And if they do that, then I'm going to have more of a belief, and I'll maybe start drinking the Kool Aid. I think the long term future of this team is bright. I love as even with all the controversy, I think it was a it was a huge. Huge deal that they got to Sean Watson, and I think he's going to be phenomenal in the long term for the Browns. But they still got a long way to go, and there's still major question marks outside of Miles Garrett in their front seven. Major. I agree with a lot of what both said. Uh, this is from Brian Ryder. Remember the turnaround from week one to week two for Jacoby in this offense? Watson will be much better next week. He can't be any worse. He might. That's a stupid comparison, though. I'm reading a super chat here, yeah. Bull. Just let just let, let the people think what they want. Um, <laughs> I'm going to yeah, say it's a stupid comparison. Yeah, he, he can't play much worse. I we all I think we all agree. We expect him to be much much better moving forward. Of course, uh, he certainly was rusty. The the Bengals game is really interesting. And Jeff, I want to start with you on this one. Don't Obviously, tell me the score. Don't tell me the score against the Chiefs. I'm not wanting pause in the game. We're done here. No, I, I'm not going to talk about right. the game next week. Like looking know. ahead. Oh, okay. I'm not watching either. I'm yeah. looking at you guys. Well, love you, but so nobody was dropping in with the Bengals sign this game. You're gonna be good. You know, I don't want to know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I promise you you're safe. Um <laughs> just don't look at the chat because now that you said you don't want to see updates, <laughs> the entire chat's gonna tell you yeah. it's over. You should have said play yeah. by play what's happening here. Yeah. So if you really want to get under bull skin in the chat, just keep dropping scores. And I don't definitely I'm blocking I'm blocking the chat now. That'd be terrible if anyone super chatted play by play of the Shut score up, here. Mike. So we had to read it. That, that what a shame that would be. <laughs> don't be a, uh, what is the matter with you? <laughs> and let's not hey that was let's a not, D-bag move. Let's not disrespect Bull who was play by play guy. Yeah. Bull has been the play by play key. Uh, Donnie M says, remember when we beat the Bengals so, in Cincinnati know, with one-armed far. quarterback last year? I think we have a puncher's chance next week. Who yeah, said they I, don't have a chance? No, I, I think we all think they have a, a very good shot. Of course they have a good chance. Played. Yeah. Um, and this is Brian Ryder. toss-up game. Up he says, I understand the situations aren't comparable. That was yeah. a follow-up from Brian Ryder. But, Jeff, right. looking ahead to Cincinnati, 
we saw what we saw today from Watson. Limited playbook, what he was comfortable with, his first week fully going through as the as the starter in practice, getting reps in with the the first team guys, Cooper, DPJ. Realistically speaking, with the defense playing better as of now, with the special teams rounding into shape for at least one week, do you feel like everything is coming together at the right time now for this Browns team against a team that they've already had some success with against in the past? It's difficult to say, you know, if this is all coming together at the right time as far as the conclusion of this season. That's where this part gets a little bit gray, gets a little bit difficult. Um, you just want to go out there put your best effort in week in, week out. Uh, this defense doesn't know it's going to be drastically different. Um, when we get again in 2023, uh, and look, we didn't see it. Enough today, Sean Watson to know where we're at yet, and to think he's going to come out next week, light it up. But look, there, there were plays left on the field today. You know, we've all talked Absolutely. about it. Bowl, G, G, Mike, you, me, and a lot of red hot chili peppers. Balls five, six yards short. Um, I think you saw today, though. It's big. It's big as far as what he can be, as far as comparing him and pairing him with my pairing him with my, you know Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper. There's a lot of talent here. A guy who conceivably be the most talented one of the entire bunch. That's the crazy part of all the time to get everything right. Um, understanding the amount of rust, the amount of time he's been away from the game, why he's you know trying to get himself acclimated with this new offense and a running game that he's never had before. You know, all things that are going to take some time. We get it. We truly do. But this team, you know, this is it. This is what we're looking for for the next couple of years because you can't really rebound and just go spend a hundred and $50 million in free agency. You don't have first-round picks. There's going to be a task to all work. I think it's true going to – it's just going to take a little time to balance it all out as far as what plays right, what, you know, you know, cohesion-wise as far as what he and Amari Cooper can do. And we didn't have David Njoku today. That's something else to keep in mind. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Nick Chubb, and the way, the way this all works – um, but you know, quickly and shortly, just how much talent he has, how fast he sees the game, how fast he anticipates what's going on. It, 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 it's it's going to be something that takes, you know, obviously probably the rest of 2022. Who knows the way it works. But, you know, come 2023 when they can f- figure out what works, tweak what to something. There's just no question about it. It's Gonna Bush? be something special for this franchise, and I'll keep telling y'all. And, and, and G Bush knows this is going to be the best era for this franchise ever. Yeah, man. Look, man. Look, it, you, you know, I, I I try to you know explain this and give you this this perspective. There's a difference perspective between what we see on the outside and what the players perceive and see. Um, for a for a teammate and for guys inside, they see. Uh, a team that ju- just was three and seven, and when you talk about three and seven, they could have had their whole season up out of here. Um, they win one game in overtime that builds some confidence. They come on the road, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you like this: anytime you got your starting running back and your backup running back on the sideline, come fourth quarter, they taking that. They, they that means you've handily handed them a defeat, and the game was never in in, in question. So when you look at it from a perspective of Deshaun Watson didn't play well. Well, you still got 75% of the team that felt they played well. So now you can build upon that, right? 
You build upon that. You go into next week with even more confidence. And so now they're saying, guys, look, every week is a playoff game for us. Every single week is a playoff game for us because we can't afford to lose. So when you say drinking the Kool-Aid, nobody said drinking the Kool-Aid would be easy. If you think about where that phrase came from, you got to go back to, to, to Jonestown. And that was forceful Kool-Aid drinking, right? So the Kool-Aid, the Kool-Aid don't solve everything. It's, but the Kool-Aid stands for hope, and it stands for progress. Well, except, you, in the, except in the Jonestown case, it stood for death. Yes, yes. Uh, they, especially <laughs> well, especially when he kept telling them that the spaceship was coming to get him, yeah, and that, that spaceship yeah. never got him. Mm. Um, so uh, for me, I look at it like this. The hope is, and they'll go into the locker room, and Deshaun Watson will probably stand up in front of the team and say, guys, Thank you for carrying me. Yes. I promise I'll be better. You guys help me down. And you know what that builds? That builds another layer of uh, of of that credibility, like saying, hey, look, we're going to pick each other up. Because if you think about it, there's going to be games, and I, I guarantee you, there's going to be a game or two where in this last six where Deshaun Watson is going to play lights out or he's going to play very well. And they're going to need Jadavia Clowney, Miles Garrett, somebody on the defense to make a play, Right. Now they have reference saying, guys, we've made plays before and we're trending in the right direction. So that's all you want. That's all you want. And that's something you can ask for. And every single week is a playoff game. Donnie M says Bengals are losing right now 45 to 7. <laughs> Haha, just kidding, buddy. Donnie, we appreciate it. Uh, as always, G Bush, one thing I took out of today's game that I thought was pretty cool was it was different guys making plays today. It wasn't the same guys that we see on a weekly basis for the Browns. It was a Tony Fields. It was, how about John Johnson making the interception on the first play of the game? That's how you knew mm-hmm. the game was over from the get-go. That was the luckiest <laughs> of all time. It just yeah, bounced really nice. into his hands. You saw, offensively, Donovan Peoples-Jones had the only, it wasn't even offensive points, it's special teams points. Yeah, special teams and points. And I think that's promising for the Browns. That you see some of these ancillary secondary guys. It wasn't Chubb. It wasn't Cooper. It wasn't Miles Garrett. It was these extra guys that are coming in and making uh, plays so when Watson does get back to his peak form, you expect him to elevate the A listers, but now the B and C listers are going to take a half step up and they go from C's to C pluses, B's to B pluses, and that raises the overall level of talent on this team. And they're going to be a tough out whether they go five and all the rest of the way, I'm not sure, but they're going to be a tough out for anyone they play just based on the pure amount of talent they have playing at a pretty high level right now. And you want them to be scrappy, like this is like, like. When you when each week I guarantee they're going to the room saying, guys, it's a playoff game. If this was a playoff game, ask yourself this question. If this was a playoff game and the Cleveland Browns were playing the team and they advanced, would you took it? Of course you would. You'd take that of and course. keep it moving. You'd be like, let's go. Well, every single game, if the Browns lose, chalk it up. We only play for stats the rest of the year. So that's why I watch these games so intently because for all intents and purposes, if you do lose, chalk it up. We're gonna be doing the post game show, and we'll be talking about what we could get. We could get a guard or a D tackle next year mm-hmm. in the draft. So as long as they can keep this thing moving, I think I think everybody understands that it's not going to be a perfect. Like you're not gonna. I mean, is it likely for them to, to win all these games? No, it's not likely. But there's a recipe that they can play to get there, and all of these games are winnable. So in every locker room, you never tell yourself you're not going to win a game. Mm-hmm. And and every single week they go out there. Now, next week is the game where if they win, I guarantee the Kool-Aid starts looking a little colder. It's going to be it a whole different story. Like a, a whole yeah. other ball game. I mean, you thought these, I would be on top of the table. And yeah. don't let Lamar Jackson be hurt for a couple of weeks. 
then then uh, uh, yeah I, I listen i even though the texans was not were not a challenge offensively i think the fact that the defense played so well could be a confidence booster for some of those guys who have struggled this season right I mean, the Brown, you mentioned Tony Fields. I mean, he's done nothing in his whole career, and he uh, had a big day. So maybe it you know, gives him some, some confidence. There were some, you know, John, you talked about John Johnson. Uh, Greg Newsom, who's had a, a rough season, made a nice play. I should have had a pick on that, that Wait, diving. You, well, not to yeah. cut you off. I, didn't, know, off, I didn't realize this till today. Newsom has not had an interception in his career yet. He was still looking for number one. Yeah. Oh, he, he, he ain't got no picks. No, I should have had that. Nope. But so what are you going to do? It didn't matter. I just, did, I just didn't know that. Yeah, no, but I so hopefully it builds some confidence. We know there's, there's, you know, the Browns got a ton of talent on offense. They got a lot of talent in the secondary. They don't have a lot of talent up front on the defense. That's going to be addressed. So that'll still be a concern for me the rest of the year. But maybe uh, a performance like this from some of those guys helps build some confidence going forward this season. Jeff? There's. There's, there's work to be done. There's no question about it. There's a lot, a lot of talent here. Um, and it's, it's funny because we all love Martin Emerson. Martin Emerson doesn't have an interception either other season. Um, they got turnovers. They played well on special teams today. All of us, this was all about Sean Watson. Um, we saw that, you know, is going to enhance our thoughts, I guess, because we're going to have to see. Did you guys lose Jeff too? Yeah. You know what this game reminded me of G. Bush? This is a deep cut that maybe only you'll get. I went to the Nets-Cavs playoff game back in New Jersey in like 2007, and it was the first mm. time I ever saw LeBron play in person. And yeah. Daniel Marshall hit 13 threes and set a new playoff record and had like 48 <laughs> points. And LeBron had like 11-6, and it was the most low-key LeBron game ever. And Daniel yeah. Marshall stole the show. I went in that game as a, you know, Nine, ten-year-old, so excited to see LeBron, and it was Danielle Marshall of all people that that was the one who left with the headlines. And today, we all expected to see Deshaun Watson do something. We went zero for five, by the way. The unders on our prop bets all hit, not a single over hit on the Deshaun Watson prop bets. Didn't I? Oh yeah, on the Deshaun Watson props. Yeah, Deshaun Watson prop true. bets. All the unders hit, so it was. It felt like that. that that's how I kind of feel leaving this. But <sighs> I'll end this with this, and we'll go around the horn and we'll wrap up. We've said it before. I'll say it. I am above the moon optimistic that this is not the Deshaun Watson we're going to see the rest of the season. Like, we, he may not be the Deshaun Watson of 2020 next Sunday or in two Sundays, but by the end of the year, I think we're going to see the best quarterback the Browns have ever had uh, in franchise history since they came back to Cleveland in 1999. I just, I have zero doubt in my mind that he's going to get it's back. It's not really that, that bold a prediction. I'm I'm just saying, like I have zero doubt. It's a zero point zero percent chance <laughs> I mean, in my mind. You should be you should be writing for CBS. I saw some guy on CBS Sports pick five bold predictions this week, and like one of the five were bold. Uh, you want to hear a bold prediction? Yeah, a real bold. He throws more touchdown passes next week than he did this week. Book it, lock it. They're bold, very bold. <laughs> bold. <laughs> I'm bold. Yeah. My fi- my here. final thought was obviously Deshaun Watson looked rusty. He looked terrible. He had a bad day. I'm with you. I'm in the total confidence that he's going to be great in the long run. Uh, but the rest of the team picked him up, which they needed to, and they took care of business. It wasn't pretty, but they got the job done. And in the end, that's all that matters. And we will see a better Deshaun Watson going forward. Uh, and uh, next week's game is going to be exciting. G. Bush? Yeah, it, let's ratchet it up. 
Um, let's let's kick it up a notch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, most coaches say your 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 greatest leap is from week one to week two when you're playing games. Uh, that's in college, and that's when it's in the pros. Um, so you know, I, evidently, uh, a lot of people didn't know that, but they were always looking and always playing the game to make sure that he could just get in, get it out, get out. He's not injured. He got he got the bullets flying. He got those hits in. He's able to get up. He got hit a few times. Uh, you know, knocked down. He saw a couple completions. That's all you need. Now we go into next week, and, and the whole game plan changes. Now, uh, you go in there and you tell your team, "Hey, look, they don't expect you to win." They, they just Joe Burrow and them coming off a either they're coming off a win or a loss to Kansas City, a tough fought game. If you can come into that game, and it's gonna be hard fought. If you can come into that game and catch them on a letdown or catch them beat up from a week, we don't know. Jamar Chase is his first game back this week. We don't know who's going to be in that game. We, Joe Mixon is beat up a little bit. But if you can come into that game, get out a couple scores and make it interesting, um, then that's what you got to do. I, I think they'll take the the, uh, the win. Browns are now, what, five and seven? And, you know, and, the, and the goal is if it's almost like playing basketball. You say, you listen, we're just trying to get it to 10 by halftime. If you can mess around and get this thing to seven and seven, the Kool-Aid is definitely being drank. Jeff, before you go, just a reminder to everybody, UCS, Monday through Friday, 11 to 1. Subscribe, become a member for the exclusive overtime content. It's myself, Bull, GJ, Brad Sellers, Tyvis Powell. We got Dequell Jackson on every week, Tim Couch. You name him, we got him. Aditi, who called this game, will be on Tuesday and Thursday. And also check out the Lockdown Browns podcast with Jeff and G. That is also Monday through Friday. I'm not sure what time that drops, but uh, 2 o'clock. Is that what Jeff said? 2 o'clock. When you all let G. Bush out the building. That's the way that works. <laughs> Got you. True. Good, good point. Jeff, last point, and we're wrapping up. None of it matters. Drum you want roll. to see that number four and everything else here works. Awesome. It's about number four. That is it for the post-game show. That's all this is about. Gotcha. That is it. Jeff, sorry. We got to get you uh, get to the speed to keep freezing here on us. So that's going to do it for the post-game show. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Victory Monday. Let's do it. Later, guys. Sir. Sure.